Welcome to the Essay for FA's Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest of financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today I will highlight and comment upon what may be the best article I have seen for investors so far in this new era, Jim Sloan's A Little Ice Age is Upon Us, published Sunday on Seeking Alpha. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. Sixteen years ago, I was passing through New York City and visited an old friend. My friend's wife, of European origin, commented mournfully about some prominent occurrence or statement at that time that seemed to her to embrace America's enemies, which she found incomprehensible. I can't at this point recall what this event was or who was involved, possibly something that took place at the United Nations. But in retrospect, I don't think the participants were necessarily acting out of a love of America's enemies. It was 2004, an election year, and political divisions were heightened. I only recall telling her, that for some people, it was still September 10th. 9-11 had occurred three years earlier, and it was supposed to change everything. It indeed augured significant change. But people are people, and human nature does not change. People have the free will to accept or deny reality. And reality denial is one of the least acknowledged pleasures people have. And so it is with the economy and markets. Some investors want to party like it's 2019 even though the reality has moved rather decisively into 2020. You can go about scooping up your bargains and await the next decade-long run-up, or you can try to understand the new era we are in. For those interested in the latter, I cannot more highly commend to you Seeking Alpha contributor Jim Sloan's latest article, A Little Ice Age is Upon Us. I will only offer the thinnest executive summary, so you really must read it yourself. I've included a link on my Seeking Alpha article page but some of its ideas will sound exceedingly familiar to this podcast's audience. In a nutshell, Sloan suggests that the coronavirus did not cause our crisis in a fundamental way, so much as trigger it, thereby exposing underlying long-term causes that have been allowed to fester. The driving force of the only market most investors have known has been one in which interest rates have been steadily declining for four decades a trend that has exaggerated the attraction to stocks amongst returns-inebriated investors. Sloan says the sudden and absolute shift triggered by the coronavirus will now shift the principles by which investors will need to make decisions. For example, leveraging debt has been an extremely profitable strategy over the past decades. As Sloan vividly puts it, questions have begun to change from, you'll maintain your annual dividend increase, won't you? to, how many months can you service your debt and avoid bankruptcy? This applies to everyone from workers to corporations in the travel and energy industries, 
to Malreeds to sovereign states. Sloan notes his shock at how much debt that even a McDonald's and Coca-Cola are carrying. Economically, Sloan, astutely I think, doesn't see deflation and inflation as a binary choice, but expects deflation is on its way, followed next by a serious inflationary trend. With these market and economic shifts, Sloan expects investors will need to rediscover balance sheets and recalibrate risk. Corporations will no longer be able to financially engineer success, but will need to seed organic growth. Debt will be abhorred, and valuations will be rejiggered downward. And maybe his most pertinent comments, and yet the hardest for people to recognize as actionable, Sloan argues that integrity and wisdom will avail more than genius and cleverness in today's new era. And he demonstrates this himself by advising investors that their ability to defer gratification and live within their means remains their best strategy. For long-term listeners whose ears are not already warm from the familiarity of all of this, he adds that one cannot possibly forecast the duration and severity of the current crisis. And, my heart flutters at this quote, he says, Wisdom is being prepared for many possible outcomes. With the conclusion of this summary, I will close with a few pertinent points. It is possible to hear all this and still leave with the wrong takeaway because any discussion between writer and reader, between speaker and listener, is a dialectic that includes each side's biases and emotional state. So let me be clear about one thing, which I'm certain Jim Sloan would agree to as well. The message is not that the stock market is now a losing proposition. Sloan himself notes that dispirited investors during the 1966 to 1981 zero return market swore off investing forever, which was not a good idea. Rather, it's that we must reawaken to the post-2019 reality that investing has returned to becoming a long-term proposition, where due diligence matters, where top-line growth without corporate window dressing returns to its former importance. There is no reason to despair at all. As Sloan says, just by living within one's means, one can invest conservatively and end up in a good place. And equally importantly, by spreading one's risks to different asset classes, one can avoid ending up in a bad place. Stocks, real estate, and cash is my favorite division. As bad as things seem to be today, people with cash are feeling relatively safe and confident both short-term and long-term. The truth is that while we seem to have made a decisive shift from one era to another, the things that both Jim Sloan and I have stated were always true, even if not always apparent. On what I think is a relevant personal note, as a veteran financial journalist, I have not been unaware of the fact that I could have channeled my knowledge and abilities to writing things that would have been far more popular, like a daily hot stocks column. This has never appealed to me. Growing up, I was a tad unusual in actually liking my classes in school. My favorite subject was always history. What this characteristic did for me, I think, was give me an inclination for discussing not just what is or appears to be currently valid, but rather that which is timelessly true. In closing, human beings have a survival instinct. We are all now taking health precautions as needed to avoid exposing ourselves to health risks. Yet in the unreality in which we have lived in recent times, we have taken on lifestyles like excessive debt and an absence of emergency reserves that are as toxic as the worst poison, yet life-affirming people have voluntarily chosen to live this way. It can only be that people have lost the ability to perceive which dangers reality requires them to avoid. Let us commit to becoming post-2019 investors. 
Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would consider passing it on to one other advisor to keep this FA project growing. Also feel free to contact me at gil at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.